Let's check, check, check. Dinosaurs in outer space. Dinosaurs, dino space. That would be pretty good. Dino space. Jurassic Park. A velociraptor walks into NASA and boards a, a rocket like a ship. Joke. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> velociraptor walks into a rocket and gets blasted out into space. <laughs> He's a dino star now. What's up, everybody? Josiah Leroy here with Tom Colbert. We are talking about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. This is the official spoiler cast for the movie. So if you have not seen the movie yet, just bookmark us. Come back, listen to it after you've seen it. However, we're going to go in-depth with full spoilers on everything we saw from the film tonight. So, Tom, immediate reactions and thoughts. Now, you're a longtime Jurassic Park fan. Correct. I'm a noob. Yes. We'll hear your analysis first coming from more of a, an expert opinion. Okay. Um, I've enjoyed the movie a lot. Uh, I liked the first one better. Just Jurassic World by itself was good. Um, obviously, the first one, in most people's opinion, including mine, is going to be the best one of all time. Um, I did like that they had a lot more, not cameos, but uh, nice nods to the to the previous films where you're kind of looking for those things. Sure. Um, but, I mean, overall, good. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it, not having seen any of the movies since the first one. So, uh, that being said, and I've had the Jurassic World Blu-ray from you for the better part of the last three weeks, but I have not made time to watch it, unfortunately. That being said, I love the cast and crew. I thought it was a really nice flowing movie. It didn't feel like a long movie at all to me. Um, which is a good question to see how it clocked in. Let's see here. Uh, two hours, ten minutes. Two hours, ten minutes. I would not have guessed that. Uh, felt like for, an me hour it, for me, it felt like three hours. Really? Yeah, maybe it's just the chair was uncomfortable. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you did have to go to the bathroom as well. I did. That's true. So there's that. Too much Sprite. Too much Sprite. As I'm sitting here on my second large <laughs> Icy. How many ounces is this sucker? I don't know, but it's really, really big. Anyway, uh, I really liked it. I thought there were jump moments that were pretty good. You said this was jumpier than the first one. Yes. Um, well, let's put it this think? way. The second half of the movie was jumpier than the first one altogether. Okay. Yes. Okay. And I was uh, one one point where I kind of, I guess, got startled was at the very end. Um, The one gentleman, the one character, let's see his name. The bad guy? Mill. Mill? Mills? Miles? Mills. Mills. He, when he got eaten, basically, I thought the dinosaur, it was wonderful film distraction. There's a dinosaur in the background that looked like they were going to sneak in on him, and they didn't. And out of nowhere, a, a, a dino comes from off camera. And uh, yeah, that was all it wrote, all the, all she wrote for him. So that that was a really good one. But other than that, I, I, I really like the action in it. I like the standoff at the end of the movie. Um, I love Chris Pratt. He's he's one of my favorite actors. So that was a big attraction for me. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard was wonderful. Mm. <laughs> yep, yep. She was uh, she was fun to watch. Uh, <laughs> yep. And Jeff Goldblum in it very very little, which is kind of what I expected. Yeah, but he kind of started off and ended it, which was cool. I like how they sandwiched that because yeah. I wasn't quite sure how they were going to do that. Mm. But I assumed after I saw the the trailers that he was really just going to be speaking those lines. Yeah, I will say with I, I love Chris Pratt as well. 
but um, the first half of this movie, I saw him. It was not forced comedy, but it was unnecessary comedy, in a sense. Where there's a scene where he gets tranquilized and he's like rolling across uh, the forest to get away from the lava, <laughs> and like it was like haha. But I don't yeah. know. I guess the older I get, the more serious I want these movies to be. So <laughs> if that yeah, makes sense, I'm I'm okay with fun, but the, I, nothing here was was wonderful yeah. in terms of that. Mm-hmm. In terms of comedy, I'm more into like the the witty, quick comments over that like kind of me too dramatic. Some of the dialogue felt forced okay. early on. Um, and to me, that helped a newcomer like me kind of set everything up. Because really, in the first two to three minutes of this movie, you know, <clears throat> it recaps what happens in the first one. Yeah. So they did a good job of that for someone who's coming in. And I know a lot of people argue that you've got to watch all the the previous movies in a franchise or a series before you go see the new one. But I, you know, this, this is proof that you don't. And from my point of view now, um, with the story, how did you feel the story tied into the original Jurassic world specifically? So just the previous movie. Jurassic yeah. World? Okay. Um, it tied in pretty directly. It was kind of like, um, all the, chaos happened on the island in the first one with the uh, Indominus Rex, which was the um, engines uh, engine? That's them. Uh, their created dinosaur. Um, so with that, the dinosaur gets out, causes havoc in the park. The park ends up being closed down because of, you know, kind of like the first movie with the T-Rex getting out. Sure. Um, but then at the end of the movie, which, I mean, do you want me to spoil oh, yeah. for you on a spoiler cast? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> it's all good so to spoil. <laughs> the end of Jurassic World, you see the Mosasaurus grab and eat Indominus Rex, which is why we see the, t- the bones in the water in the beginning. Gotcha. So I don't know if you missed that at all. Um, so it was a direct tie-in. I want to say maybe a year or two has passed. I don't know what the exact time is, but... It ev- felt that way to Everyone me. is still well aware of what happened. There's people who were... Um, like picketing in the streets in front of Congress because they want to save the dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, they know that this volcano is going to erupt. So, I mean, I'm going to say it had to be at least two to five years for a volcano to go from inactive to active. I mean, and building, building a whole park there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, that makes sense. Yeah. But tie-in, it was direct. I mean, I could watch the first one and the second one, and it would be fine. So. Yeah, you had a list of, of references. I know you were jotting down and how this ties into... Uh, the original Jurassic Park trilogy. Yes. I don't know if you wanted to kind of run through some of those. So there's a couple of uh, of head nods, not really direct tie-ins, um, but we see a character who basically funds the expedition, and his name is Benjamin Lockwood. Um, and he was a, a friend, a partner of John Hammond's, and for whatever reason, they kind of went separate ways. Um, there's We're, we're kind of unsure about what the reasoning is. We, we had some, we'll, we'll get to that later, some discussion points there. Uh, but in the beginning, we first see him in a wheelchair. He's pushed out by his his maid, I guess we'll call her. Uh, yep. And he has the same staff that John Hammond has in the first one, which is the mosquito and the amber mm-hmm. on top of the stick. And then I love that. he also has, which I noticed, it was a red handkerchief around his neck, which to me I thought direct uh, immediately of um, Dr. Grant because he always had the handkerchief around his neck. So to me, that, that was, maybe I was just looking for it, but I saw it and I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, there's another scene where we see the little girl, uh, Maisie, mm-hmm. and she is literally in the exact same scene that we see Lexan in the first one, in the first Jurassic Park, and she's trying to close the door and the raptor's coming at her, except instead of it being a reflection, it's actually happening, and then we see her finally close it and the raptor, uh, in this case, the indoor raptor 
hits the wall and she's safe. But so we think this is called a dumb waiter. <laughs> okay, well, I, I called it a laundry chute with with a handle. <laughs> it's people are gonna laugh at us. Like this was not in our generation at yeah. all, but it was basically to move laundry or other items between floors and you'd have this contraption you basically pull up on it i know certain like schools in the area have them still and they're they're used for transporting supplies but you, you press a button now instead of actually pulling the rope so yeah. kind of a funny thing uh yeah so a couple other quick things i mean from jurassic pearl jurassic pearl <laughs> jurassic park one uh we obviously see the same t-rex which they confirmed was the same t-rex in all the movies um and on that T-Rex picture, you see raptor scars, like, on his side from the first one as well, which I thought was a nice little touch, nice little detail of him kind of carrying that over. Uh, from Jurassic Park 2, which was The Lost World, there's a scene where they're operating on the baby T-Rex. I don't know. if Did you see that one either, Joe, or no? What's that? The baby T-Rex in Jurassic Park 2, or did you miss all of those? No, I didn't watch two or three at oh, all. Oh, dear God. Okay. Yeah, no. So, in well, Jurassic... <laughs> so, quick aside. Right. Every, everybody... That I know that is like Jurassic Park. When they found out years, you know, through the years here, like doing this Geekiverse stuff, all, all, all these movies, this pop culture, they find out that I've only seen Jurassic Park, the original. And people are always shocked. Like, they're like, what? Like, I, I can't believe you've only seen Jurassic Park 1. So after that, I've. Always, without fail, told that I don't need to see two and three, even though originally those people, those in that same conversation, were shocked that I hadn't seen them. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, I guess I could binge through the three of them." And they're like, "Well, you really don't need to see two and three, <laughs> but you so, should." <laughs> right, but like some but people hate those movies, yeah. like or one or the other, I should say, maybe not both, but like people re- like. It's the way, like, in in some odd way, the way the Star Wars prequels are looked at. Like, I, you never tell people, like, you have to go watch the Star Wars prequels. But everyone's seen them, so but maybe you, that's a different argument altogether. But, like, it never fails. So I'm like, why don't I just jump in at Jurassic World? Because yeah. that's where we are. If nothing is going to happen with those other three movies, even though it is the same universe in, in uh, the same time frame, timeline, time I should say, I don't know. Yeah. It's just funny that, Without fail, people are, like, offended and then immediately like, well, you don't really need to see him. Well, with these direct tie-ins that I'm, like, uh-huh. seeing here, I'm going to say you have to watch all three of them. <laughs> and then you have to How much satisfaction will I get? A lot. Okay. A lot. If you rewatch okay. Fallen Kingdom afterwards. I'm um, the guy that looks like will watch a Star Wars movie specifically over and over looking for Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. You're going to find stuff. So, so it sounds like I would enjoy this. Yes. All right. Um, Fair enough. I'll make a list of things for you to look for. <laughs> <laughs> we'll so play Jurassic in, Bingo. In Jurassic Park 2, what yeah. we see is we see uh, Ian Malcolm go back to... It's not this, the first island, but it's a different island that also had dinosaurs on it. Um, so they go to this island, and in that, there's a baby T-Rex that gets injured. And they actually have it on a table, and they're operating on it inside of an RV. So in Jurassic Park... Or Jeez, these are confusing. Yeah, they're hard. In Fallen Kingdom, <laughs> uh, we see a similar scene where we, where we see uh, Zia operating on Blue, uh, the raptor. So, again, it's just a simple little thing, but it's still a dinosaur on a yeah, table. Yeah, like stuff like to that. To me, that counts. Yeah. A- and, of course, in Jurassic Park 2 and Fallen Kingdom, we also see the dinosaurs being put into the cages, which happens. 
And finally, we see them being transported to somewhere not on the island, United States of America. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of like direct tie-ins. So, there. like, like we would say with uh, maybe how the the Star Wars trilogies rhyme, I guess, if you will. Yeah, there's some symmetry here. Some stuff that kind of happens yeah. that is symbolic of what happened. It's, it's the same movie. The director just copied the script. <laughs> yeah. It's not like that at all. But they yeah. grabbed things which I actually enjoyed a lot. It, it worked with the story. It wasn't forced. It wasn't like we should do this because it was in the second movie. It was like. This is going to make sense for this movie, and yeah. it worked. So I mean, totally. Those are the big ones I saw. There's probably a ton more that I missed, um, but yeah, big ones. I uh, I would I would see this movie again. I'll oh yeah, I, I very much enjoyed it. Um, you're going to be writing the official review for this, so it's probably too early to say. Do you have an, um, a gauge as to what you'd score it? Hmm. I always find that I think I'm going to score something one way and then I write the article and it, it it's yeah. totally different. I mean, I'm thinking cause if I if I scored the first Jurassic World, I probably gave that probably like a 7 or an 8. So I'd have to give this one just a tad lower because as a sequel, it wasn't as good as the first one. Um, I, w- I would say a 6 or a 7. Maybe I'll, I'll just say 6.5 and, and we'll just leave it there. But I, I enjoyed it a lot, though. It's not like I hated the movie. It was just... Sure. For me, the first portion of the movie was... Again, not forced, but it was a little slow, and it, it wasn't what I, as a fan, wanted to see. But it worked with the movie. And then the second half of the movie, I absolutely loved it. And I was, it was darker. It was it, a lot of things connected, and I saw a lot more to it. So. It is a tale of two movies, really, I it guess. Is. You're right. Basically, part, part A, part B. Yeah, and that worked oddly well for me. Mm-hmm. As a newcomer, I thought it worked really well because it felt like it, the pacing was fine because I didn't know stuff. But it was glaringly obvious what had happened in the previous movie and what was going on in this one. I never yeah. for a second felt lost. I was going to try to make some horrible Jurassic Park joke there with lost, but it didn't work. Oh. So uh, anyway, box office numbers. You never falling. felt lost in the world. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Done. Rewind. So the box office numbers for Fallen Kingdom are damn impressive. Like we're... We're talking some big numbers here. So I did not know this, but the movie's been out overseas for a little bit now. We've already got, oh, jeez, $420 million abroad. So this is not even including North America at this point. Um, It's got an estimated $155 million in China, which is a big reason why this movie's doing so well. Uh, We are estimating... We're not estimating. Deadline.com is estimating uh, an opening weekend of 135 up to $150 million here in the U.S. and Canada. You could buy dinosaur with that. You could. <laughs> Even the more dangerous ones. So uh, if we're comparing this to the 2015 Jurassic World, uh, let's see here. That had, at the time, set the record for a $208.8 million debut weekend, which is now the fourth best movie after Avengers Infinity War, Star Wars The Force Awakens, and The Last Jedi. Regardless, we're looking at some big money here and probably close to $600 million by the time this week's over. This is going to cross a billion easily, I would think. Right? Do we think this is going to have the legs to keep going over the summer here? I mean, this is opening weekend here, and we saw it opening day, so we still have the whole weekend. I mean, so exactly. if you do the math, I would—I I think I can, yeah. I think it's going to do well. I think, it, And that's, you know, people sometimes, it's funny, 
kind of make fun of us for, for talking about the numbers of this, but th- those matter because good numbers mean you're going to get more of these. So you can love a movie all you want. You're not getting another one unless it does well financially. Solo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So maybe, unfortunately, we don't see a, a solo sequel because uh, it costs so damn much because they had to reshoot the whole movie. Yeah. So basically, it was like paying for two movies for Lucasfilm almost. Kind of crazy. Oh, but well. the good news is that report seems to be debunked. Oh. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully. Actually, Lucasfilm came out today and was like, yeah, no, we've still got plans for the side movies and we've got a bunch of movies that you have no idea about yet. Come on, Darth Vader movie. Yeah, I said it. Um, B.D. Wong, also in the movie, is Dr. Henry Wu. Um, I I immediately recognize him, not just from seeing him over in Jurassic World in 2015, but throughout Gotham for the last few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange. Yeah. Dr. Hugo Strange. It Dr. sounds Dr. weird Hugo to say Strange. Dr. Strange. Yes. <laughs> Dr. But, Wu. Uh, I liked his role in this. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, it's, Probably it's a smaller. little more relevant in in the first one um, because he actually has a job on the island. This one, I think, it's more of him as like a rogue scientist, kind of uh, trying to pursue his his passions and and make these dinosaurs, but not with the intent of of doing harm with them, but because he's so I want to say he's almost obsessed with creating new dinosaurs and seeing what he's capable of. Kind of like Hugo Strange, I guess, in a sense, where he, he's, willing, yeah. he's willing to push the limits. Creating some monsters. To kind of see, like, you know what, if I can do it, why shouldn't I? And he does. But at the same time, he, he's intelligent enough to know, hey, we probably shouldn't sell the Indoraptor for any amount of money because it's not ready. Like, there's no way that this would be safe to release anywhere at all. So, which I thought was kind of cool. They kind of made him... Um, he had a little bit of a human, moral what's the word? Yeah, he, compass. Humanize him. Yeah. But um It helps. Helps with character development. Yeah. Um so the characters Zia and Franklin yep. were a little bit comic relief. A little at bit. Times. Um I, I liked Zia's character a lot. She was kinda like a badass um She was cool. I forgot what she called herself. She had like a fake not a fake title, but she called herself like, like a dinosaurtologist or something. <laughs> oh, it's, um, uh, it, it was vet. It was like paleo veterinarian. Yes, yeah, yes, that's like what that. it was. And then someone on the phone asked her a question, and she's like, "No, it's a real thing. I do that." <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because she never saw a dinosaur before, so it was like kind oh, so of ironic. Yeah. So it's like she—that's what she wanted to be. But it, it was cool. And then same with Franklin. Um, he was more of the comic relief. He played his parts. He was more of the tech guy for the crew, and he helped them open doors. And I thought he was um, going to piss me off at first, but uh, ended up working out. He, he did okay. He wasn't obnoxious. He was there. He was a coward, yeah, they <laughs> which, kept it which I would be too if I was oh. next to dinosaurs. I'm not totally going to be heroic at all. Get out of my way. It was but funny. <laughs> I mean, the bug spray is funny. That yeah, you're, he's offering like, bug spray really to soldiers. You're worried and, about. Yeah. And then uh, going into. <laughs> Lost my train of thought. Thanks a lot, Lindy. Good um, job. With oh, towards the end of the movie, so after they defeat the Indoraptor. Indoraptor. <laughs> I love when he runs in and he's like, "You guys good?" And Owen kind of looks at him like, "Like yeah." Me? It was a yeah, lot we're like fine. Robert Downey Jr. looked at um, Mantis in Infinity War when she says. Uh, <laughs> Taking ass and kicking names. <laughs> that was a very similar look to me. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Like, are you serious right now? <laughs> yeah, like, really? Yeah. Just nailed it. 
Um, I want to talk about um, Maisie a little bit. Yeah. So we get this uh, character in the movie who she's kind of like in the background at first. She's like a shadow. She is the granddaughter, uh, quote unquote, of Benjamin Lockwood. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't see much of her in the early beginning. And then she kind of comes in to the middle and the end. And we kind of see her as being raised in this um, this Lockwood mansion, which is being basically run and operated by Mills because Benjamin Lockwood is sickly and he's kind of dying. He is dying. So she has grown up in this mansion and she knows all the ins and outs and she knows all the, the hiding places and she likes to run around and pretend she's exploring um, the Cretaceous, uh, the uh, dinosaur periods. <laughs> the crusty period. The crustaceous the periods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she's there and she's always scaring her maid and she's just this kind of like cute, happy atmosphere that, that the movie has. And then it kind of flips because now she's being chased by dinosaurs. But at the end of the movie, Mills makes an, well, I guess we can call it an a- accusation towards her. Yeah. And basically in front of Claire and Owen, he tells them with um, Maisie in the room that Benjamin Lockwood created her in a lab and she's a clone. That's insane. Which I guess it can't be confirmed, but she's kind of like upset and then okay with it because she can like relate to the dinosaurs, which is kind of cool. I feel like it's true. But they could go a different direction in the third movie yeah. if they want to. So they left it open just enough. Mm-hmm. Like now she has a kind of backstory we can dive into. I loved it though because even when she was looking at the picture of her mom. It was her. It, right. Which confused the heck out of me at me first. Too. I, was I was like, like wait Why did they make her yeah. that close? Yeah. Uh, even the, the earlier before that point I was thinking like wow it's uncanny how what she resembles her mother. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to watch that scene again because it, it almost sounded like there was a following out between uh, Lockwood and Hammond mm-hmm. um, because they were both on the same page as far as they wanted to create dinosaurs, but did they split up because of, like, um, they wanted the same woman? Did they split up because he wanted to clone people and Hammond didn't? Did they split up because... That's what I think. They, they weren't ready for the park? There's all kinds of things that... I want to dive into that yeah. a lot more. I think that was really intriguing. If and only they kind of forgot about it right away. If only they made like books for this kind of stuff to fill in information. Seriously. Ah, oh, god. Hey, Star Wars does that. Yeah. <laughs> other other universes should do it as much yeah. as Star Wars does because fans would pay for it. That was a moment in the movie where my jaw dropped and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And they, like I said, they never talked about it again, unfortunately. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens in the the next Jurassic World because. You know, the money says we're going to get another one. And is she the only clone? Right. Right. Oh, man. Dropping all these bombs here. Um, We also have uh, Claire and Owen's relationship, which you haven't witnessed yet. But in uh, Jurassic World, you're going to see that they basically kind of dated on again, off again a couple times. And that they didn't work out. Then... They're kind of together at the end of the first movie, but as it gets into the second movie, we see that they're no longer together anymore. Uh, we see these differences with um, with Claire and with Owen, where Claire is always going to be the businesswoman, and she's always going to be having that kind of um, like I can't think of the word like straight up personality, where she's firm and she knows what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. And then we have Owen, who's more of a carefree kind of country boy, who he wants to go build a house um, on some land and live in his van for a while and just kind of drink beers and hang out. Um, I mean, it sounds good to me. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> so they're on different wavelengths all the time, but, you know, opposite, opposite the track. So we see them 
having that chemistry still, which is great chemistry in the movie. I think so too. One thing I will say about Claire though that I didn't I didn't quite grasp and believe was she went from this businesswoman who didn't care about dinosaurs at all and she sl- slowly starts to care about them throughout Jurassic World because of Owen and his relationship with the raptors. But then we go into this movie and again, we said like 2 to 5 years has passed or whatever. Um and she's like hardcore <laughs> Uh, animal rights activist and she's like we're saving these dinosaurs i love them i they they have lives and it's just i don't know like i i believe it but again i would like more information to see like what happened to her with with her creation like if anything i wouldn't she 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 be mad that like she created the indominus uh, rex in the beginning and it killed everybody (laughs) i'm with you on that one not you know you know barring that i haven't seen that the first movie she was like so far gone yeah in terms of being an activist she was running her own campaign and she was calling politicians for favors and it was just that uh, felt a little inorganic to me even without knowing that she was not that person which is part of the part a part of the movie which i was kind of like i liked it and then part b got a lot better because then we started seeing the darker action and dinosaurs interesting (laughs) towards the end she she can't hit the button to release the dinosaurs yes so maze does yeah, there's a scene at the end where all the dinosaurs are in cages in inside this warehouse, and the warehouse is being flooded with this poisonous gas, and they have a choice to make, similar to the island, nice little comparison, where it kind of ties into Ian uh, Malcolm's thing when he's with the, the Senate talking to them, and he says, should we do this? I mean, we these dinosaurs were extinct, we created them, they're about to be extinct again, why would you change anything? So they have the same option. Do we save the dinosaurs or do we bring them somewhere else and risk having them do harm to others and um, harm our ecosystem and make us extinct? And Claire, unlike the beginning, says she can't do it. And Owen says, you do what you want to do. I'll stand by you. But if you do this, there's going to be dinosaurs running around uh, Earth. I mean, they're they're not stuck on an island anymore. They're in wherever they looked like they were like in like Nevada or something. Yeah. I don't know where they were exactly. Um, I didn't know what what they were looking overlooking there. But what we see then is Claire says no. And they're watching all the dinosaurs kind of choke and start to die. And then the doors open up and we see Maisie push the button and she says that she can relate to them or she says they're alive like me. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what she says. And it's like, Oh, and then all dinosaurs get free. And it's like that. Oh shit moment. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's that's really like i mean yeah and there's let them go there's there. a couple uh carnivores out there <laughs> yep we got the t-rex we got two smaller carnivores and we got blue blue survives the movie which is good dude how about the end scene showing the surfers on the beach yep oh my we see the gosh. the mosasaurus underneath the surfers which i'm assuming if they're surfing it's got to be california i was thinking that or Blue was Max- overlooking I'm trying LA. to think where that would be. So it felt like Blue was overlooking something in California yeah. at the very least. I mean, if the islands were in South America, that would make sense for it to go north and mm-hmm. then... Yeah. yeah. Might go that with geography, but... <laughs> was the most unsettling scene in the whole oh, yeah. movie to me. And that's what they want they wanted you to see, is like the comparison of like if these dinosaurs were real, we see the T-Rex walk into the lion's cage, 
and mm-hmm. like we see like the size and the spectrum we see um blue who blue is a good guy but blue is still a raptor mm-hmm. and she's on this like perch in the desert overlooking this whole like city and th- that's scary that's a scary thought of like walking out of your house and a raptor <sighs> being there and just eating your face <laughs> it's just like <laughs> unreal because yeah, <laughs> the only one that she won't eat is like anyone with owen because owen's the pack leader and Owens, all she has left as far as her family goes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so, Tom. Eating your face, not a good thing. <laughs> uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is really good at making expressive faces. She makes me make expressive faces. <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> she, uh, she is like tailor-made for uh, an action thriller like this where you're running around like yep. you're huffing and puffing you're out of breath and, and you're looking really really scared all the time she is tailor-made for this it, she was very good She's at good. It. and i don't think she wore heels in this one either which was good i was looking she for that wore the whole heels time in the first <laughs> that was a whole uh, controversy yeah um let's see toby jones played wheaton yeah so he creepy uh, toby jones i don't know how you do it man he's you were the best it. villain I've ever seen <laughs> in everything. Always think back to Captain America. Yeah. I, I said Sherlock, and Sherlock, he played this really creepy part, and he was this, like, sick mastermind, and it was it was amazing. <laughs> Go watch Sherlock, the BBC version. I uh, Actually, I just was on a, a podcast. It'll be airing this Monday with uh, our friends over at the Nerdy Nomicon, and uh, that, that was one of the topics of conversation was – the John Locke controversy, which mm-hmm. I was not familiar with. I was on to talk about Kelly Marie trans bullying and all this this crap that's been going on with social media. But uh, that was one thing we talked about with Sherlock, and I told them that I had not seen that. <laughs> and that was, uh, that was an oh shit moment there as well. But uh, go check that out over at NerdyNomicon. Uh, if you just Google them, you'll find their podcast. So uh, with Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, is there anything that we missed? Anything that we wanted to get to that we haven't? I wanted to ask you a closing question, but if there's anything else, that would come at the end, though. Okay. So I've got one thing probably before that. I really liked uh, Blue's relationship with Owen in this. I thought he was going to bite his hand at the end. Really? No. But <laughs> <laughs> but for a second, I was like, what if she just like chops on it and that's it? I like that she kind of looked at the cage and was like, I'm not doing that. Oh, the Indoraptor when it played dead. Yeah. That was awesome. Ugh. Oh, that was that a cool was, scene. That was the one scene in the movie I might have rolled my eyes. Okay, it was a little corny that that idiot walked into the cage. I was like, are you kidding me right now? But he wanted the teeth, so it kind of made sense how he wanted to go into it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad he died. He was yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a moron. Poland, he's, he's the dinosaur dentist, we'll call him. <laughs> <laughs> dinosaur dentist. Uh. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was good. I like I love the way it ended. Left me wanting more. I felt satisfied mm-hmm. with this experience, but um, it was a really good first foray into the Jurassic World franchise. I'll say that. So if you're if you've got a friend, family member, someone acquaintance that has not jumped into the series yet, I'm telling you, it's okay to jump in here. It was good. It was fine. You get a great context of what has happened in the past, whether it was Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. You don't know as well as someone like Tom, what has gone on with the more fine details, but in terms of a broader sense, it's okay. If if you don't want to binge all those previous ones, you will still enjoy this. I can I can vouch for that. Closing question, Tom. All right, closing question. This is for you. All right. All right. If you had the money 
and you were at that auction that we mm-hmm. see in the movie. Uh, and I was a it, jerk? It, 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 no. Okay. Any way you want. It's a three-part question. Would you buy a dinosaur if you had the money and like unlimited resources? No. You wouldn't buy one? No. Okay. If yes. Okay. Let's so say, you, let's let's say, say I did. Let's say you, you, did, you do buy one. Which one would you buy? And then what would you use it for? What would you do with it? I don't know because like I feel like... So it, it, it could be a herbivore. It doesn't have to be a raptor or anything scary. I would definitely go herbivore. How could they help me? Um, they could like mow your lawn. <laughs> I was gonna say like if I was a farmer, like, like you have the land, <laughs> you could do to it. Take, I'm, I'm trying to envision a scenario. Maybe Henry Wu can help me create your one own. that would yeah. be helpful. Like around, I don't know. Like I'm not a farmer, so it's weird that yeah. I'm making this an analogy now. Okay, but like, <laughs> like I think that's where I would go with it. Or All right. Well, what about what about this? You saw we saw uh, Owen playing with baby raptors. Like, come on, what would you give to play with a baby raptor? Oh, I would love it. Okay. Yeah, what I if would, you can have so a permanent baby raptor? I would, I would <laughs> buy one. I would buy a blue, basically. Okay. I, if you can have a trained, yes, safe raptor, that, that would that absolutely be my approach. You would respect it would like, your relationship, like but yeah, in, in that mm-hmm. sense. Now, hopefully, they're you know not aggressive yeah. towards other people. All right, because um, I'm picturing, you know, we have like miniature dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing many T Rex. If I could have a miniature T Rex, like <clears throat> like a five foot, four foot tall Tyrannosaurus Rex, just I think they'd be cuddly. That I could hang out with, you know. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. As long I as, as, long as I feed them regularly, that'd be cool. Sit on the couch, just <laughs> yeah. watch watch Netflix, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, that would be my my answer. Okay, so <laughs> you could go the helpful approach where they're you know they're doing yard work essentially for yeah. you or uh, a cute cuddly raptor i i would go that way yeah yeah absolutely okay i i love the way owen interacted with blue i love yeah. watching um when Maisie was watching the video of mm-hmm. the basically the the blog the daily journal there that was great that uh, that got me in in the feels any part of the movie where you teared up <sighs> almost okay it- yeah Good. Yeah, I think maybe we have the same moment if you're it, thinking. It, it wasn't the Brontosaurus one, where you see the Brontosaurus on the dock. It wasn't that one. That was kind of like, oh, well, that sucks. That um, made me really. That one got you. That was tough. It was a beautiful scene because the boat was pulling away, and that was like, oh my gosh, like like there's more on there. That this that dinosaur died. was running to the edge and From realized lava. they had nowhere to go. Yeah, that that really got me. Um, tear wise, I would say the closest moment would have been just before Maisie hit the button because I didn't I thought they were I really for a second mm-hmm. lost track and thought that they were going to let him just die yeah in that chamber that was really sad watching um because Claire teared up and I was like oh my gosh yeah I I can't think of the exact scene but there was a scene in the middle of the movie um after we're on a service before the end of the movie and I I can't picture it but I know I was like don't do it don't cry don't tear up and I'm not sure what sh- what part it was and I'm gonna have to come back and let you know regarding the uh, dinosaurs. Regarding specifically, uh, no, I don't. I th- it was someone like was telling a story or something, and I feel like that's what got me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll I'll let know. you know, but I, I can't picture it now. It was I like there. Blue. When, basically, they were removing the bullet from from her. Mm-hmm. Like she teared out. We see a teardrop there, yeah. But that wasn't the scene. And so did Claire again, because you know, yeah. again, Bryce Dallas Howard and all her emotions and crap. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, right. a well, lot yeah, of people say this movie or that mm-hmm. movie would be Ron Howard's greatest creation. That is Ron Howard's greatest creation. Yeah, there's no debate there. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Good so stuff. anyway, yeah, uh, the movie Jurassic 
world, Fallen Kingdom, anything else that we want to bring up at all, Tom? I think we hit I everything think, on I think we're list. good. I think we got it. I, I very much enjoyed it. Go see it. Go see it again. Uh, go back like me and watch Jurassic World, the original. Uh, lots more coming up this summer from the Geekiverse. We are in the middle of a crazy movie season. We had everything from Avengers to Deadpool 2 to Han Solo come out in the, the last month and a half. We've got uh, The Incredibles 2 just came out. There's Mission Impossible coming up. There's a lot going on. Ant-Man and the Wasp. So we'll, we'll be back to spoiler cast a little bit more. Uh, Tom, you've been a busy guy over at thegeekiverse.com. What can you plug? What's going on and where can we find you on the social medias? Uh, social media, I am at Twitter. Uh, just Tom Colbert on Twitter. Um, I am up to 12 followers for those follow- following my follower count. Uh, Joe's laughing at me now. Uh, recently, I had the opportunity to play and review Jurassic World Evolution, which is the park builder game um, on PS4, Xbox One, and Steam. I ended up playing it on PS4, and check out my review on geekiverse.com, obviously, and it should be on my Twitter as well, so check that game out. Without giving away too much, how'd you like it? Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, I think one of my closing statements was, the game is a park builder, it is what it is. And if you're going into it expecting it to be a park builder, you're going to love it. If you're going into it expecting you're going to be able to play as dinosaurs and, you know, hunt dinosaurs, well, that's not what the game is. So, And a little bit of a, like a roller coaster tycoon. Um, my opening statement, I think, was this is the 2018 version of Zoo Tycoon Dinosaur Digs. So if you liked that game, you're going to love this one. Very good. Yeah. Well, it looks like a fun game. Uh, like I said, it's exactly why I didn't play it at E3 because I knew we were getting a code for it. So I wanted to use my time wisely. And you are more of the uh, Jurassic expert, if you will. So made sense. Uh, for me, I am at Josiah D. Leroy on Twitter. We've got a lot going on, like I said. Most notably for me recently, uh, the NHL 19 trailer uh, debut came out just at the NHL awards ceremony this week. So if you're into sports games, you can check out some of my uh, write-ups on the new features of the game there. Oh, let's see. We've got a lot of coverage probably geared towards Marvel and Ant-Man coming up here in the coming weeks as that comes out July 15th. You can check me out again on Twitter, probably talking about everything Star Wars, especially what's going on with the Lucasfilm anthology movies at this point and the alleged turmoil. We'll see what those reports look like as more is uh, more lights shed on the, the subject, I guess. Uh, if you didn't hear the other day, Collider put out a report that Lucasfilm wasn't going to be doing anthology movies for the foreseeable future because of how Solo did at the box office. Well, Lucasfilm came out today through ABC and said, nope, that's bunk. We're working on a bunch of movies you haven't even heard of yet. So we'll see what that looks like. But Keep it locked to thegeekiverse.com for all the latest on that. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram uh, in terms of podcasts, SoundCloud, and iTunes, or wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. And then we've got uh, videos over at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash thegeekiverse. <sighs> Last thing I want to mention, uh, our Patreon. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash thegeekiverse, you can check out a bunch of different levels uh, to, in terms of supporting us from a monetary standpoint. Uh, just listening to this podcast is enough for us. We we appreciate you for that. But uh, if you want to help support us there, as the old cliche goes, and keep the lights on, 
help us keep the lights on. You can go support us for as little as $1 a month. We'd appreciate it if you would do that. Uh, additionally, we are giving away a poster. So these were actually uh, given out at the theater. I would have never found them, but uh, Tom, you just had a nose for it. I'm a hoarder, so I just know <laughs> when free things are around. So, so uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to give away a Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom poster here. All you got to do is share the podcast on your Facebook page. Uh, share it for your friends. Uh, we'd appreciate that. It goes a long way for us if you can get that out there. And uh, we'll name the winner in about a week here or so. And we'll message you if you won. So for everything Jurassic World, you're already in the right place. For Tom, I'm Josiah. Thank you very much again for listening. We'll catch you soon.